Welcome to a Nate Women podcast with your host, Dr. Skylar Kobaki, and me, Dr. Megan Epps. Thank you for joining us as we focus on the six foundations of health, community, hormones, nutrition, movement, recovery, and mindset. This is where we will take a raw and open approach to healing. Let the discussion begin. Hello, welcome to the Nate Women podcast. This episode, we're talking about cervical fluid. And I prefer to call it, some people call it cervical mucus, but I just think that's a terrible word. And uh, cervical fluid just sounds so much better. And it's a really cool thing that your body does. So why don't we make it a term that, you know, that we enjoy saying. That we enjoy saying. <laughs> well, I think this is a good topic because people don't talk about it and we're taught to be our bodies are gross as women. Yeah. They're just are like, fine, but not vaginas. Yeah. You know, like growing up, douchebag was like an insult. I didn't know what a douchebag actually was for like no the idea. longest time, but it was like, you know, to say. an insult on the middle school, you know? Um, but that's just the connotation that it has that like women's reproductive organs are gross and they're dirty. Totally not true. <laughs> So we're going to talk about cervical fluid because it is super amazing, uh, what it does, how it facilitates the reproduction, um, cycle and how it also helps you get a really cool insight into your, if you use fertility awareness method, where you are in your cycle and your fertility potential. It's like super awesome. There's so much information your body's always telling you. Mm -hmm. It's always talking to you. You just have to learn how to listen. So If you're unfamiliar with cervical fluid or have never heard of it before, it is the fluid that comes out of your cervix. So the donut looking connector from the vaginal opening to your uterus, and it's excreted throughout the month and it changes its consistency, its appearance, its uh, texture to... It changes its appearance and its consistency um, based off of the hormones that are fluctuating throughout your system. So the way it typically will look is your cervical fluid, like during your period, it'll be what's called dry or there is none. And then you'll go into a period where your fertility is raising or elevating. And then your cervical fluid changes from dry and it'll go to like creamy. And then it'll go to egg white consistency, which is literally just like an egg white you would crack open. And then from there, it goes back to like a creamy or dry. And then the cycle continues and circles around. And it's important for fertility because why? Because so cervical fluid is cool in the way that it will either assist or inhibit sperm from getting to the cervix and the uterus, which is wild. So in the period of your month, uh, monthly cycle where you're the most fertile, you would have what's called the egg white quality cervical fluid. And the way it's composed is it actually helps guide sperm up through the vagina to the cervix and like up through to where it would find the egg. And it also has its hat, its composition is beneficial to sperm so that they live longer. And then they have nutrients to like eat, which is wild. How would it stop it from getting there? So on the other parts of your month, when you'd have like, um, what's called a 
dry type quality cervical fluid. So that could be, um, sticky is one of the designations. It's, if you look under the microscope, the composition kind of looks like, um, crosshatch or what you would see, like, like a woven basket and it doesn't facilitate the movement or motility of sperm. So they kind of get stuck in there. And I, I mean, who knows? the technical reason why your body does it, but clearly your body's like, well, there's no reason for sperm to really enter up to try and find an egg because there's nothing there. So it just kind of inhibits the process. So if someone's trying to get pregnant, how would they track their mucus or their fluid? Their cervical fluid. So it's really easy and it's not like you have, it's, some people might be like squeamish by it, but it's really not even a big deal. You probably have already kind of noticed it without actively trying to track your cervical fluid. So when you go to the bathroom and you wipe, sometimes you might notice that there's, um, like a sticky or like a creamy discharge. So it's as easy as that. Or looking at your underwear when you go to the bathroom and you can just take note of what the quality is. And we have listed on our website and our social media and all that, like charts of how the different quality of cervical fluid coincides with your fertility potential. But really what you would do is every time you go to the bathroom or once a day, kind of check at your vaginal opening, what the quality of your cervical fluid is. Is it sticky or is it the egg white? And then from that, you can deduce what your fertility potential is. So what you're looking for, if you're trying to get pregnant, is that egg white, slippery quality cervical fluid. And if you pinch it between your finger, it creates like this string. It's very elasticy, And that's pretty much like the big green go sign. So you really want to time um, intercourse with that type of cervical fluid because that means ovulation is imminent within the next like 20, usually 24 to 48 hours after that shows up, you will or should be ovulating if everything else with your cycle is is doing what it should be. Can your cervical fluid also tell you if something's not right in your body? So yeah. So cervical fluid is a direct reflection of hormonal levels. So when estrogen rises, that's when you get the higher quality or higher fertile quality cervical fluid. So if you're never getting any type of egg white or fertile type of of cervical fluid, you might be low on estrogen. And it kind of just gives you these clues of how your, your hormones are fluctuating throughout the month. So if you don't have a cervical fluid pattern, anything near what like a typical cervical fluid pattern should be for a woman throughout the month, it could be a nice flag for you to investigate a little bit more on your hormonal balance or your cycle and kind of see if everything is functioning the way it should be. Is there anything else you want everyone to know about their cervical fluid? Yeah. I mean, so cervical fluid, obviously it's very beneficial for women seeking pregnancy. Um, but it's also, you can use it as a birth control method too. So it kind of goes both sides of the coin. You can use it to facilitate fertility and conception, and you can use it to avoid. So it's not one or the other. So it's something that you don't just like only do when you're trying to get pregnant. You can do it always and have a really good idea of how your body's functioning and what your fertility potential is each week and you know day throughout your cycle. 
getting to know your body better. Mm-hmm. Some women are squeamish. What would you recommend for women to just start to sort of get rid of that notion that our bodies are gross and bad and embrace our cervical fluid and our body is beautiful and wonderful. So, you know, I can say myself, I have struggled. I can, I feel like I can say pretty confidently at some point in every woman's life, they've struggled with their body to some degree. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's something that we all go through. And what I have to remind myself is that women's bodies are just completely amazing. The fact that we can grow humans and that we change and we adapt throughout the month. And it's just, we're so fluid and versatile and you kind of just have to like ground yourself and remember, you know, we are like divinely designed to be these amazing creators. And when you look at your body in a way like that, it kind of makes it almost like amazing instead of just like, "Mm, you want me to do what? (laughs) (laughs) So kind of looking at it in a different light can be helpful. But also if you're trying to get pregnant or you want to avoid pregnancy and you don't want to do anything hormonal or like pharmaceutical, it's just one of the best ways. So for that, it's just like, well, kind of get over it. I don't know. (laughs) It's not really (laughs) gross, you know? So, and it's really not like you're, you're rooting around anything. It's just pretty much just an observation, observe, observing, observation, observation, on your underwear. Um, so it's not even anything that you're like getting down in down in the trenches with. So like I said, cervical fluid is super amazing. Our bodies, you know, are talking to us all the time and we love sharing this information with you where it is a holistic and natural approach to complementing your body. Um, with practices that can be natural. And we share stuff like this all the time. So if you're interested in learning more about things like this that you can do without the intervention of pharmaceuticals or hormonal um, treatments or anything like that, please go to our website, go to our Facebook group, join, because we're sharing things all the time. Thank you for listening to the Innate Women Podcast. You are invited to join our community at innatewomen.com. We believe that healing is not done in isolation. If you want to start your healing journey or join a group of women who are dedicated to growth and health and mindset, join our social media and our private Facebook group to connect. To find out more, head over to innatewomen.com. We can't wait to meet you.